Hello, this is William with Allegory Gallery Interviews, and I'm here with Jen Tushon for Episode 5 of our podcast. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Hi, William. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm good. Good. So Jen is from JNT Creations, and soon we hear in 2019 JN Twisted Creations, if I'm not wrong. You're correct. And she's working on a website, um, doing a little bit of rebranding. But many of you may know her here from her Tree of Life classes and some of the other classes we've had with her. We do have one, um, as this podcast is airing, coming up in January. So you want to check that out on our website. And with that, um, let's get right to it. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jen. Um, well, I am a mother of two boys. Um, I've been fortunate enough for the last 14 years to be able to make a little fun money in order to support being a stay-at-home mom. Come from a, a creative background. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother was very artistic. She painted and she's into music. Uh, my father is very musically inclined. Okay. Um, and do you do a lot of music or? I do. Okay. I, music <laughs> is definitely a big inspiration in my life and okay. it affects my moods greatly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you're mostly, okay, so most of our people will know you from jewelry, of course, but we also know that you do holistic and natural body products as mm-hmm. well. So what got you into that? Um, I've always just been able to um, take things from nature, plants and whatnot, and um, make them work for me if okay. something was ailing me. Um, the biggest inspiration would have been when my son was born and I wanted to get away from all kinds of chemicals and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all the nasty. As a lot of people are trying to do now. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So I would definitely say it's always been something that's just been with me. I don't know how I know what I just do. (laughs) Okay. All right. Great. Well, how did you get started yourself in the jewelry? In the jewelry, I would say I was probably about nine years old. My father was working for a man who sold all kinds of um, beadwork and appliques and stuff for belly dancers. Oh, okay. And I was fortunate enough to get all the broken stuff (laughs) that he couldn't sell. Mm -hmm. So I started making jewelry with that. And um, as I built up supplies and didn't know what to do with it, um, he let me sell um, when he would go to craft shows and stuff, he'd let me sell my stuff with him. Mm-hmm. And um, that just kind of blossomed from there. I've always been needing to do something with my hands, and mm-hmm. I don't sew. My mom sews. And um, that just turned out that jewelry was where my inspiration and talents wanted to go. So. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, so most people here will know you also from wire wrapping and that's, would you say that's something that's mostly what you do or what are some of your other? I would definitely say wire is my passion. Um, as much as I try to get into like polymer or, you know, want to learn soldering or something mm-hmm. like that, I always go back to the wire. It just, it's fun. It's a, it's a great material. And as long as you know how it works and um, manipulates, then right. you can just do so much with it. Now, how long have you been working with mostly wire, would you say? With mostly wire, I'd say it's probably been about eight years. Um, I was always scared to death of wire. because uh, you see <laughs> That these, seems funny now. <laughs> right? You, you see these beautiful pieces that are so intricate. And, you know, when you're walking through craft shows, you're like seeing all these beautiful wire pieces, you're like, why is that so expensive? And um, mm-hmm. as I 
And it can be very expensive. It can be very. Um, so I tried to do some pieces like that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is awful. You know, I'm crimping the wire, and it looks awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stumbled upon a tree of life one day, and I was like, huh, well, that's gnarly and twisted and bent, and it's supposed to be that way. It's a tree. <laughs> it's nature. Right. So I started getting into those, and we won't talk about what those look like. They were... <laughs> Not pretty, but everyone seemed to love them, so I kept doing Mm -hmm. them, and as you do it, uh, more and more you learn what that wire wants to do instead of you trying to do it, and um, now I am making those $100 pieces (laughs) that always intimidated me, and now I know why they were so expensive. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Now, you say $100, but we also know that you have a full range of prices in all of your your jewelry, and... Um, they've been very popular here. We have some of the Tree of Life's in store. Um, so if you're ever in town here in Ligonier and you're taking a look, we urge you to come in and take a look at Jen's work as well here. So tell us a little bit about um, what you, where you sell and what you sell in those locations. Um, I sell mostly at Second Chapter um, in Ligonier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sell both my um, jewelry products and all of my bath and body products there, like my perfumes and my salves are my biggest sellers, along with uh, natural deodorant. Okay. Um, she mostly she has most of my trees. Mm-hmm. Um, they're. Very popular there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also sell at uh, Cecilia's Tattoo on West Main Street in Ligonier. Uh, he has a lot of my trees there. I sell in Lake Trobe at Farmhouse Charm. Okay. Uh, they have a lot of both of my products, too. Uh, Sav is a really big seller there, as is uh, like my spray-on deodorants are big there. And we noticed you got a great new location there. Yeah, I just rearranged everything, <laughs> and I've got some great light in there, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to bigger and better sales there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I also sell at Tobias Notary in Ligonier, and I sell here at Allegory. So you're a little bit all over the place around I here. I try to be. <laughs> now, virtually, we know you have an Etsy shop. I do. And do you sell most of your items there as far as both jewelry and the the holistic body? Yes, I do. I have, I, I'm kind of the deodorant queen of Etsy. Okay. <laughs> um, that, that has been my biggest draw. Most people come in for that. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about that then. Um, the natural deodorant. Mm-hmm. It's aluminum free, okay. um, chemical free. I try to stick with um, all essential oils, but if somebody wants a, a, a custom scent or whatnot, I will go into a synthetic scent, but I make sure that it's paraben-free. Okay. People tell me that they can wear it for a couple of days and not have to shower in between, <laughs> so I guess it's good for camping. I guess that's good for camping, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, for outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. So I guess we always like to ask people their inspirations. So who or what are your biggest inspirations? I would say starting off early in life would be my high school um, art teacher, Joseph Shilin. He was very enthusiastic and um, encouraging to be you. Art didn't have to fit in a box. Um, That's great you had that experience. Not a lot of people do, especially then where art teachers would sometimes try and form you into right. doing this particular thing. or Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I took a lot of electives in art. Anytime I had a study hall, I would fill it with an art class. <laughs> That's good. 
So, yeah, he was he was a very big inspiration, and I still talk to him on Facebook now okay. and then. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a very cool guy. Great, great. Um, so we also like to ask artists, what are your fa- or who are your favorite artists, living or dead, and how have they influenced you? I would say some of my favorite artists of yesteryear would be definitely Van Gogh and Monet and Emerson. Um, I love nature and um, not necessarily what fits in a box. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just love, I love to look at other people's spin on, you know, what nature looks like. You know, they might see auras and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, be able to paint that. And that's what I feel that Van Gogh and, you know, Emerson did. You know, they just... um, took colors that weren't necessarily there that mm-hmm. anyone could see and they just went with paint it. it. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, we know you're heavily, you said you're heavily influenced by music. Yes. So how does that affect your mood? How does that affect your work? Who are some of your favorite musical artists? Some of my favorites would be Tori Amos. Okay. Um, she definitely helped me get through some rough teenage times um, mm-hmm. when you're angry and you don't know why. <laughs> She's helped a lot of people through that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tom Petty's another big one. Um, he inspired me to fuck the system, if you will. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's just a beautiful, you know, artist and he had great words to say. Um, the music of Tori is really what grabs me. I love the, you know, the piano and stuff like that. Um Gypsy music is very inspiring, and it just uplifts me. You know, I, I it puts me in a good mood, and I just want to, you know, create. Mm-hmm. it. Gypsy music, you know, all the violins and all that, it just makes me feel um, connected with nature. Well, it's, a lot of your work is connected with nature, so you right. can definitely see that through. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely... Um, a natural feeling to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to do most of my work outdoors too, you know, if I can in the nice weather and stuff like that. Cause it's just very inspiring. You sit there and you listen to nature's music, you know, mm-hmm. you hear the birds and everything. It's just. Well, and a lot of scientific studies are showing now that going back to nature is really what we need to do and really helps calm our mind and, and make us more creative by being more in touch with that. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we know about your, body products we know about your jewelry what else do you like to do in your spare time Ooh, spare time (laughs) (laughs) that precious spare time you get (laughs) having Um, two kids and a company what do i like to do well um i like to crochet it kind of um is a palette cleanser when Mm -hmm. i'm you know my hands have been working on wire for too long or whatnot um crocheting you can just sit there and dull your mind and you know, think about what you want to do next <laughs> for right. your career. I like to go hiking and I like mm-hmm. to just, you know, be out in nature and just enjoy it. We know you take your family hiking and, mm-hmm. and into nature quite often locally. Yep. I love water. So if there's a park that has water, <laughs> I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love to cook. Cooking is kind of goes hand in hand with the herbs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I'm a kitchen witch. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. And so would you have, we know, I mean, you're running a family, you're running a business. What words of wisdom would you have for our listeners or advice for somebody who's looking to 
do all of these things like you're doing and get involved in their own business or start their own business? Um, I would definitely say that if at first you don't succeed, keep trying because Mm -hmm. I couldn't, you know, do things that I would look at somebody's work and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. And then, you know, after you practice and practice, you can do it. Yeah. So just, you know, everything is about uh, repetition. Just, you know, if somebody tells you no, do it. Yeah. And you'll find out if it's no or not, but you'll never know unless you try. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> see a lot of our artists that we interview They're They're already uh, have kind of been self-made. So you're in all these locations, you're online, you're doing all these things, but we didn't all start there. No. <laughs> so <laughs> it takes a lot of trial and error and a lot of, a lot of time just practicing and doing before you get there. Yeah, it's a lot of volunteer work. Um, you know, you you volunteer to work at a shop that you sell at, mm-hmm. and um, you know, next thing you know, you're helping to run that shop, and then you meet so many people. Oh yeah. That all have different kinds of connections. So the the networking aspect of volunteering is it pays off. It. Yeah. And you just get to meet different people all the time, and you know, this line of business, you get to have conversation and talk with people, and it's just. It's it's very it's very inspiring when you get to to meet somebody that does something that you don't do and you start talking with them about, you know, how they got started and then they can give you information mm-hmm. on, you know, all that and you know, inspire you to push yourself harder and, you know, like they started off, you know, low too and Right. Everyone starts from somewhere. Everyone mm-hmm. starts from somewhere, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I just want to reiterate a little bit. Um, so Jen has JNT Creations, and she is JNT Creations on Facebook, on Etsy, and on Instagram. Um, she is working on a new website that will premiere, I think she said, 2019? Early 2019, okay. yeah. And that will be jntwistedcreations.com. So we hope you'll visit that there and you can always see her items of course all over Ligonier here at Allegory Gallery as well and we hope that you will check out her Etsy shop again JNT Creations at Etsy so thank you Jen it was great to have you thank you William and of course if you're in Ligonier stop in Jen helps us out um, during our make and take classes during the week she helps teaching so come in and meet her and um, talk to her in person and see what she's all about so thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode we look forward to seeing you again here in December